Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Oh, Nelly, yeah. Alrighty, welcome. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. That's right, jobbers and slunkers all around the world. Thank you for listening live right now at TazShow.com or where the cool kids listen to the show live, and that's Radio.com app. The Radio.com app. Pardon me. Or maybe you're watching the video live at TazShow.com or you're checking out the podcast version of the show. I played that in iTunes, TuneIn, or Spotify. Whatever you're doing, I appreciate that immensely very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for supporting the Taz Show. It means a lot. Go on iTunes. Give me a good review. I need it. Trust me. The company's looking for any way, reason, shape, or form to can me. So I need your help to give me good reviews. Taz, your audience is not going to give reviews. They're not doing it. You say they're passionate. They say they're rabid. They don't do nothing. They don't say squat. Okay, I'll tell them to do it. No problem. I'll beg them for support. They love me. They listen. You see the amount of downloads. You see the live listens. You see the live views. Shut the F up! I'm going to talk some Smackdown Live in a bit. Got a special guest on this show. Good friend of mine. This guy's everywhere. He's on SNY. He's doing post-game shows. He's doing overnights. FAN. He's doing weekend shows on CBS Sports Radio. He's all over the place. Mark Belusis, my man, the Moose. He will be on the Taz Show today. Looking forward to talking to Moose. He's also a big supporter of the wrestling industry. So he's a rabid fan of the biz, as they call it. The biz clears. I have uh, good news. Anthony's back. Anthony's back on the Taz Show. It is good news. Dennis made a face like he's taking a poopy. Yeah, it is good news. Anthony's back. Um, you know, he, he's you know he's back from his seven-week vacation. It's unbelievable. Guy's on a seven-week vacation. So welcome back to Anthony. We'll talk about Anthony in a little while. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to call the show, it's a very, very simple process. You guys know how to do it, but good luck because here's the bad news. Phone lines are jammed already, but you can still try to get through if you'd like. Attention hotline fans. That's an 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Four seven five two nine four eight. Absolutely, uh, and like I said, special guest Mark is coming on in a little while, and Anthony's back in the saddle again. So we have Ant back. So that's a good thing. And I know, um, you know, everyone loves when Anthony's back in the studio doing his thing. I think it's his microphone set up in there. We have his microphone set up. Uh, We're not we'll, sure, right? We'll check. They call me the Shockmaster. It's working. Yep. Yeah. They, okay, we got it back. Okay, good. So we got that set. It's so good to be back from California. Is he on? Are you there? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, champ? How was the uh, break? It was nice. It was very nice. I'm glad to be back, though. Um, I thought you were gone. Like, like gone, gone. Like, gone from the show. I guess not. 
No, no, no. There was a moment getting on the flight where I was like, you know, I could live on the beach the rest of my life. Where, where in California did you go? Uh, I went to Venice and San Diego. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, uh, did you have a, a good resting time? I mean, you had a good... Uh, it was yeah. like 70 days, so yeah, it was a nice It was a nice time. Interesting. What was the weather like in Venice? That's always beautiful there. It was actually like 60 the whole week. It, when I got back yesterday, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. It's 80 degrees. No one cares. Got it. Okay, great. All right, good. <laughs> Get back to work. Okay, and do your stuff. Get back All right. to work before I give you a beat. All right, so Anthony's back. That's the last you're going to hear from today. All right. Um, what about my burger off the hooks? <laughs> We will get Anthony's burger off the hook later on. We do need to get his, his free mini match supercard. He does have one, right? I assume. Because he probably been texting you. I want to give mine. I want, I want to give mine. I want to give. He's probably, I just like. Te- he even texts it, it when he come, when he Caps. sends text to me. It's all bold. <laughs> Please let Taz know I love burgers too. Yes. All right, enough of the shenanigans. So, uh, SmackDown was last night. It was interesting. Uh, I, I actually enjoyed the show, and I'm going to talk about that in pretty good detail here in this episode of The Taz Show, and I'll get to your phone calls in a minute here. The phones are jammed, so uh, a lot of people want to talk about a lot of different things. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I, you know, the thing, that, the thing that, to me, that jumped out yesterday, uh, the difference between we're on, <clears throat> we're on SmackDown, a couple of things. I thought having Shane interjected with doing presentations was pretty cool. Like, I could have sworn I heard that on someone's show yesterday, but whatever. I, I thought doing presentations was pretty good. I, I thought that a little bit here and there. I really liked the little swerve of Rooney uh, with Tamina that he did, that Shane did. I mean, he, he had me. He had everybody hooked. I was like, man, why, why are they hyping uh, Rick, Rick Flair so much when Charles about to come up? And it was Jimmy Snooker's daughter. So I thought that was really innovative, really cool. And then um, and then both Tamia, she debuted, and Charlotte debuted, as you guys know. <laughs> and actually, SmackDown's got uh, several new talents on their roster from Raw, and I think I was right on many of them, wouldn't you say? I mean, uh, I would say. I mean, no one else here will put me over, so I guess I have to. Yes, no, maybe so, sir? Ginger Man? You were, you were very correct about most. Your yep. assessment was... I missed the boat on AJ Styles and Sasha. I thought those two would be, but I was wrong. Kevin Owens starts to show off, which I thought was great. Clean shaven Jones. I didn't like that. I liked it. I thought it was like a, he, that's smart. He gave himself a little makeover action. I like it. I thought it was good. He went like gray suit, the whole deal. Kind of had a baby face feel though. No, nah, clean shaven. He's, he's got a tough looking face. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's kind of got like a chubby kid face like you. You know, that's why I wear a beard. <laughs> No, I think he looked. I think he looked good. I th- I liked him. Uh, with like he's had some gruff on his face. I thought it was good. Okay. To each his own. The Sami Zayn showed up too. Primo and Epico. I, I nailed all of these. Ginger, I didn't say. Ginder, I should say. <clears throat> Tamina, I didn't say. Charlotte, I said. Sinkara, I had no idea. Rusev, you said, I believe. Yeah, I mean he's out with a shoulder injury, but. And New Day, I said. Yeah, he is out with shoulder injury. Um, he's gonna make a big impact, uh, Rusev on SmackDown. Oh, absolutely. He really is. And it looks like they have Lana doing some separate stuff, which is interesting. I don't know if I'm feeling that, to be honest. It's too close. Like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, I'm with you. Everybody knows they're married. It's been well documented. They've done stuff. I just feel like that's a little weird. I mean, I'm nitpicking, but, you know, that's what I do sometimes. Huh. But, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting <clears throat> uh, new talents that popped up there. But um, I really like the way they started the show, seriously. 
I like that they started with Kevin right out of the box. No warming up the bullpen. There was no presentation for him, but I th- thought that was okay. You know, I like what Shane did. I said later on, uh, the way he uh, presented with, with the females and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. Anybody else? Was, presen- uh, was there any presentation for anybody else? I'm trying to remember now. Anything jump out to you? Let me think for a second. I can't remember. I don't think so, right? Not not an announcement, like, for the, the women's division. Well, New Day, they did what, uh, like a video graphic type thing, right? Yeah, because they weren't there live, obviously. They they did, like, that yellow brick road, like, yeah, I was a New, that they a new Day there. package. Like, why would you do that? Maybe it was the one guy's hurt. That could be one reason. I don't know. And like you said, Rusev's got the shoulder injury. They couldn't do nothing now. I don't know. It's interesting. But I, I like the show. Like I said, I did I did enjoy the show. Um, I thought that, um, uh, you know, having... Uh, being up... We're in Boston, right? Yes. Yeah, being up there, you're always going to get really good audience there. Uh, it's a good wrestling crowd up in Boston. I mean, you know, even though I'm not a fan of really anyone in Boston, that's well documented, especially the tight end that was there. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Because Gronk had to be there and cheat. Your tweet was good. Yeah, people liked my tweet, I got to be honest. He had to cheat and screw over Jinder, <clears throat> who is absolutely ripped. I don't. I mean, it's almost like unhealthy looking. Like the guy is so ripped. I don't. I don't. I've. I don't want to see inside. I've never seen anyone that ripped. I gotta say, in wrestling, I don't remember the last time I've seen someone with that low of body fat in my career. Like as a wrestler, bodybuilders maybe, but the guy is just sliced. I mean, really, sliced is a good way to put it. Yes. Something that... (laughs) (laughs) That's a seamless transition. Yes. For you, in a deli counter, you'll tell them what dimensions you want your food sliced. (laughs) Razor thin. Stop! (laughs) Oh, you like it thin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta have it shaved. Nice roast beef. Oh, shaved, yeah. Yeah, you like your beef shaved. Like Kevin Owen. (laughs) (laughs) You love your beef shave. Man, meet Jones. There he is. So, speaking of shave, we talked about the Kevin Owens shave. He had the gruff on the face. So, he came out, and I thought I thought they cut a good heel promo. I mean, well done, in my opinion. Uh, it's kind of an old-school-style promo where it's like the Canadian thing, and you're in America, you're the U.S. champ. I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. I'm, I'm okay with that kind of heel heat. He's cutting a heel promo. He There's no gray with Kevin. He's a heel, and it, there's nothing confusing about him. <clears throat> no one has to ponder, well, what is he, what is he, what is he, what is he? <clears throat> I like that. I like that. I believe in gray, I've, as I always say, in characters, but I also believe in you need to have defined roles, especially with your top guys. That's just something that I, I truly think is uh, extremely important. You know what I mean? So, um, and I like that Sami Zayn, well, before that, Baron Corbin came out, which I kind of didn't expect, but it was cool that he came out. And then when Sami came out, Kevin's reaction was tremendous. Like, oh, my God, you're haunting me. I can't get away from you. I thought that was very funny. You know, and, and I thought it all worked. And then Daniel Bryan coming out, caught it in that promo about payback. That's raw, right? Payback? Yeah, I think that is, right? That that the U.S. title, it, it depends if it's Jericho or Owens. What was the U.S. champ at the end of payback will be officially on SmackDown. I thought that was cool. It, was, it wasn't a convoluted promo. You had to pay attention. His delivery, Daniel Bryan, his delivery in the promo was excellent. The content of the promo I thought was real good. I liked it. I liked the whole thing. I I, I like the uh, from a fan's perspective. You you, you cool with the uh, the storyline with the U.S. title? The U.S. title, yes. I did not really enjoy the Kevin Owens promo. I think the whole Canadian American. You feel like it's old old fashioned. Yeah, and, and Kevin and 
Kevin does such great work. He's incredible on the mic. He, I don't want to say he's better than that because... Oh, dude, it's a, he's the U.S. champion. I, I get that, but... He, and he, he, he just got pinned on Raw. <clears throat> so he's got to get his heat back. And you're in Boston. That's where the Constitution started, right? Up there. Uh, like, didn't they sign in Philly? Problem is, there's nobody. Yeah, they did. In Philly. I worked there a lot, too. Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I was one day working when the Constitution was going. One of those old cities. But I was, I was there. I don't know. I'm not good with my, my history. You know. But anyway, I digress. We'll take that part out of the audio on demand. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, to me, I'm fine with it. He's a heel. It, it is a, a trite promo, as some would say, because it's old-fashioned. Okay? I, I, I get it. I'm fine with it. You didn't like it? That's okay. It's your prerogative. I mean, being in Boston, I feel like he, I mean, he can bury the fans. He's great at that. Yeah, he knows how to get heat. Yeah, I, I just didn't think he needed to go the Canadian-American angle. But they did. And, it, and it was, it was I'm fine. I'm just saying it's right there. You know, yeah, why yeah. not? You know, that's my own thing. You know, I just... just... Well, he, he's not the kind of guy that takes low-hanging fruit. Mm, I mean, I think low-hanging fruit's a good analogy, but you're the type of guy that takes low-hanging meat. Meat? <laughs> yeah. Yo. <laughs> Whenever. A tree with meat on it. Do they like, have those? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm intrigued. Probably right down the road from your house. They, yeah, like like a big bologna hanging, a super sod, maybe some big pepperonis hanging from a tree, <sighs> some salami, some corned beef, and you're just gobbling the meat. Oh, boy. So anyway, I like the Hill promo. So Dennis didn't, but that's okay. Um, uh, you know, I, and I, like I said, I like the concept of the U.S. title, where they're going with this, because um, it makes it now intriguing to see what's going to happen with Jericho and uh, Kevin Owens at, at payback. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Kevin Owens is going to win, but it's okay. It still puts a little intrigue in the match for those that don't, like, look for any, any little nuance and intricate thing about the business. They look for any little thing, you know, and, and, and some people, most people don't look at that stuff. So I think for that, they'll enjoy this this match. Well, who's going to win? Whoever wins goes to SmackDown. From an announcing standpoint, it's an easy story to tell at Payback for the Raw guys. Oh, man, we're going to lose one of these guys, whoever it is. You know, we know Kevin Owens appeared on SmackDown. Because that's kind of what Daniel Bryan said. He, if, unless I'm wrong on this, whoever wins at Payback will officially be on the SmackDown roster. Correct. So that led me to believe, and a lot of us, well, that means Kevin Owens is not on the SmackDown roster yet. Right? Did you take it like that? Ooh, I didn't, but his... That's kind of what I got from it. All right. Yeah, I your mean, wording, your, the way his wording was, you, yeah. you would be correct. Let's ask uh, Noah in Alabama. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? Hey, Taz. What's up, brother? How you doing, babe? Oh, man, I can't complain too much. I hear you. Talk to me. I want to drop my off the hooks and uh, give my a little bit of thought about SmackDown. Before you do that, uh, so I, you just heard the conversation here with me and the lumber meat, right? I did. Okay, so I'm just curious because you're the first caller of today's show uh, from a fan's point of view and when you watch SmackDown, correct? I did. did. Did you take what I just said about Kevin Owens, like he's not really on SmackDown yet, or is he, in your opinion? My think, my take is I, I still believe he will be a part of the SmackDown roster. Oh, I do too. No, I do too, but I'm saying in that promo that Daniel the- cut, like you heard me, I was saying – I, and I, again, I'm with you. No, I think he's definitely going to be on SmackDown. I think that he's going to retain, meaning Owens and, and, and Jericho's going to lose. I do. But uh, it, it makes me feel like right now, I don't know if the announcer said it, he, Kevin Owens, is not officially on SmackDown. 
I do think it's interesting, and I wonder if the same thing would apply with Dean Ambrose on Raw. I wonder if they were just getting the Intercontinental Championship and not the title holder. That could be. Good point. Good point. That could be. Very good point. I agree. And your burger joints off the hook. Begin. All right. My first one is going to be the Whataburger versus Steak and Shake. Well, see, that's good stuff right there. No one has said Steak and Shake yet. No one. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, no. Uh I, again, Whataburger was on an honorable mention for me. We don't have that up here in the New York area, but I've, I'm well-traveled, as you know, Noah, and I've had the Whataburger, and it's phenomenal. Yes. Number two, the Burger King versus the McDonald's. Well, that's a trite one. I mean, I'll let you have it, but that's such as layup Jones. I mean, that's just your <laughs> setup for your main event. I know what you're doing here. You know, and that's your setup for your main event. You just gave us a throwaway mid-card match, Jones. What's your main event? The third one is Milo's, hmm. which is kind of state of Alabama exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Okay. Versus another little Alabama exclusive, Mugshots. I like the name of the second one. I like that you bring a little Alabama feel to this thing because uh, I've never fancied burger joints in Alabama. I've been to barbecue places. <clears throat> but, um, okay, so that's your main event right there. That's my main event. And the Mugshots has got a hamburger that's bigger than most people's heads. Well, except maybe the lumberjack's head. Well, he's got a gigantic um, head, lumberjack. He's got a head like a racehorse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 la, la, la. Uh, okay, what's your SmackDown thoughts, opinions, and feelings? Well, I just thought it was a little interesting how I think in the end of it, Raw got the better end of the deal talent-wise, mm. just in my opinion. Well, uh, if you're looking at it, and I'm looking at it. You know, to be frank, um, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I think they did a pretty good job just looking at the names. I mean, on Raw, you had Apollo Crews, Kalisto, Rhino Heat Slater, Ms. Maurice, Dean Ambrose, Kurt Hawkins, Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Otunga. And then you got Kevin Owens on SmackDown, maybe, I guess, Sami Zayn, Primo, Primo Epigo, Jinda, Tamiya, Flair, Ashala Flair, Sinkara, Rusev Lana, and The New Day. I don't know, dude. I, I kind of disagree a little bit. I think I think as far as bigger name talent, I almost feel like maybe SmackDown got the edge. I mean, maybe you're right. I don't know. I think I'm right on it. Right. I, I don't know. When it, when, it, when it was the main event talent, I do think SmackDown has the edge, but with the tag teams <clears throat> yeah. and the women's division, I still think Raw has the edge. You know, I was wrong on the other th Wait, with the women's division, you think Raw has the edge? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I gotta disagree. I mean, I, I just because if you look at the SmackDown, then now you got Charlotte there, right? You, you have you have Becky still there. You have uh, who am I missing? You have uh, uh, Naomi. Naomi that right as a champion. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you got Natalia there. I don't know, dude. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I I gotta say for you and I, you as a fan, and me, whoever I am, us sitting here chatting about this and trying to figure out where are we, like what's better. That's good. That means they're doing a good job. You know what I mean? In my opinion, that means they have good balance. You know what I mean, Noah? Right, I agree. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I don't know. I, that's that's. I, I personally, to me, the top top females in the company are obviously like Charlotte. You know, uh, Sasha, Becky, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. Those are the top ones, and they, they split them up, which is the right thing to do. Um, you know, I, 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 it seems like they're definitely going to go Sasha Bailey with something on Raw. Thanks for calling, Noah, because they uh, they kept them on the same show, so it seems like there's something going on there. You know what I mean? But um, I, uh, what do you think, uh, dude, as far as the, the female end? I mean, I, 
I don't know if I agree with no on that. I think that the, 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 from a female perspective, that SmackDown's kind of got a little bit more juice there. I I agree. I think Charlotte going to SmackDown is huge. Yeah. Um, as great as Alexa is, and also Mickey James went Absolutely. to Raw. Yep. Yep. Alexa, Alexa, great facial expressions, great character work. Charlotte is just yeah. another level. Yep, 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 yep. I agree. She is. She's got that it factor, as, as we would call it. I mean, that star power is just there. Um, you know, and speaking of star power and it factor, Nakamura. I mean, you know, that segment with Dolph and him, I really enjoyed it very much. Um, hearing the audience in Boston sing his song was cool because see now the mainstream audience I feel the tone was set because he debuted Nakamura after like a, in Orlando it was like a day or two after uh, WrestleMania it was on Smackdown and you got all those NXT fans there and fans from all over the world so they were all down with his his song it goes something like that and so now it's set the tone on TV for the masses. They get it. And it, not that the man doesn't have fans all over the world. I know he does. Don't get me wrong. And they know his music from NXT. I know that. But I'm telling you, like, it, it, it was very smart that several of the talents debuted right after Mania in Orlando. That was very, very smart because you had a, just a mass amount of NXT fans in those arenas for those two nights on Raw, in the arena, I should say, in Raw and SmackDown uh, right after Mania. So now in Boston last night, people were all down with the Nakamura, and I thought him and Dolph, and I think him and Dolph will have a nice program together, to be honest with you, because uh, it seems like that's where they're going. Um, Dolph, and, Dolph Ziggler staying on the, on the uh, SmackDown, which I thought he should have went to Raw. I think Dolph's a guy who needs to go to Raw, but you know what? They did something good with Dolph. They have Dolph in a brand new program with a guy he's never had a program with in Nakamura, and I think that's good. You know, I think it's good, and 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 uh, I I mean, I think Dolph knows he's in a position where he's got to get over Nakamura, and that's what's going to happen at the end of the day with that storyline. But I I'm I'm down with it. I think it's cool. I mean, I like it. I don't know about you, but I I, I like it. Dolph is an incredible seller, and with the uh, with the the King of Strong Style, as as my buddy Knock <coughs> is is known, I think it's just gonna it's gonna look <laughs> incredible when the two of them eventually square off. Yeah, no, no, I, I think it's good. I think they're gonna have a, a, I think it's a good program. I like it because you got a guy like Dolph who can talk, and that's what I've been talking about for a while with someone like Nakamura. You need somebody who can talk the angle over. Knock talking yesterday was cool. And I think if they keep it simple like that and he's done, doing that smiling, it's entertaining, it's funny, and people are going to gravitate to him. Less is more verbally for someone like Nakamura because he's not a, you know, English is not his first language like me. Similar type gimmick. You know what I mean? So, so it's like, so uh, that's kind of, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Let him talk, very little, and it's funny. And let Dolph get the heat. You know, and I think it'll work. You know, I do. I, I, I like where they're going with it. I like it. That's why, I'm, that's why I like SmackDown a lot more yesterday. I really, um, just something to, something just felt better about it, felt more energized. Uh, in the past, I've felt like Raw had a little more sense of urgency. Now it seems like they're, they're flipping this way now. I mean, you know, so it, it's good. It's good business. I think I think uh, it's a good way to bounce off. I think they made some mistakes on the Raw, and I, and I think they fixed it on SmackDown, and we've seen that in many weeks in the past. That happened, for sure. Hey, uh, Matt in Florida, you're on the uh, Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. I had a comment about SmackDown and then a question. Yeah, sure. I thought SmackDown was way better than Raw, and they came out much better in, in the shakeup. 
yes. uh, with, with the superstars. Even the announcing was better. I didn't want to stick an ice pick in my ear mm. to the announcing. Well, you have that for Monday. You could do that when uh, Harvard's there. So. And I'll put, just put it on mute. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing I, I had a question of, it seemed like, where is Randy Orton going with well, that world championship? Uh, you, you, read my mind, you, you read my mind. I was going to get into that on the other side of the break because I do want to talk about that. Like, who, who is Randy Orton? Like, what is what is Randy Orton? You know, I, don't, I can't disagree with it. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with it at all. I mean, I, I just think that they um, – uh, you know, Matt, thanks for calling, man. I, um, I think Randy's in a position here where he's got to really uh, – it's not him. It's just the way they're booking him. They got to – they kind of – <laughs> I think they kind of shift gears a little bit and <clears throat> put a little more spotlight on him. I don't know. There's just something. I, I agree with Matt from Florida. It's just something. <clears throat> he's the world champ, and I understand we're bringing talent over from Raw, so we got to spotlight them. But we can. We always got to give respect and and the, the proper amount of airtime and FaceTime and ring time to the champ if need be. You don't always have to be on the show, but I do think that. He, he, Randy still feels like a newer, like he just won this newer championship. Like, it just feels like, I I don't want to speak for everybody out there, but I feel like I forget that he's a champ. I do. I just feel like I forget he's the champ. I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, you know, it, it's a tough thing. I mean, he, he had, a, you know, I thought he had a good match with Rowan. And look at Rowan. Here's a guy who they brought back, and it's like, it don't... <laughs> I mean, it was a DQ. He didn't get pinned by Randy. There's no shame losing to the champion. But, I mean, I would have liked to have seen his entrance. They came up, and he was in the ring already, Rowan. I would have liked them to dedicate some real estate to his entrance. That That's a minor pet peeve, especially because he's back now, you know, and, and he's in a subservient role. The, hit the character to Bray Wyatt, who popped up on the screen on SmackDown, too. I was a little confused on that. <laughs> like, what is going on with that? So the whole, I think Randy Orton is in this little thing here, and he's the champ. I, it's a little confusing for me. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know. They made the the U.S. title feel more important than the, the WWE title. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's tough. Look, from a creative writing perspective, you know, it's hard to dedicate, uh, you know, the proper time to both and make them both feel powerful and. Usually, as history shows, the, the world championship or the WWE championship obviously gets the bigger push uh, as opposed to one of the secondary singles titles, IC title or US title or what have you, TV title in some companies, whatever. You know, so you do have to make them both premier, but I always feel maybe this is the old school wrestler made that the WWE championship or the World Heavyweight Championship, or the WCW Championship, or the ECW Championship, or the NWA, whatever champion company we're talking about, that needs to be the cream of the crop. You know, and I, I do think, it, I would have liked to see Randy Orton come out, and this is just me, I did not write this, it's just, you know, you guys know I just come up with stuff and I just talk, and I think, and I just spit it out. And like with Randy Orton, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I think a better way to, that they should have gone with him last night was have him come out, and, and don't even have him wrestle. Don't. Have him come out in a suit with his championship and, and use him as a hook going to break. We're going to hear from the World Heavyweight Champ, or whatever, you know, ba 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 Randy Orton, the Viper, is in the house. You see him walking to the ring like we've seen a billion times. <clears throat> Randy Orton, when we come back, back from break, and then when you come back from break, Randy cuts his promo, and basically his promo, the crux of his promo, would be, it's great to see 
that SmackDown truly is what Shane McMahon says, the land of opportunity. And it's great to see, you know, athletes like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come in here and Charlotte Flair and Rusev, whatever he would say. <clears throat> it's great to see that. And I look forward to defending my championship against anybody and destroying anyone. Almost like a, I don't want to say a trite babyface promo as a champ, but almost in that realm. Just him, Randy, the champ, acknowledging these people coming over. I think would have been better and done much more for the championship, for SmackDown, and for Randy. That's just one guy's point of view. All right, I'm going to break. All right. Other side of break, uh, we will take some more calls. There's a bunch. I'll continue talking SmackDown. I'll get into some, you know, a little bit of baseball talk as my Mets throttled the Phillies. And uh, speaking of sports and sports experts, at the top of the hour, we will have a special guest, Mark Malusis, the Moose, from CBS Sports Radio and SNY and WFAN. He will join me here on the Taz Show, and uh, and we'll maybe get uh, some points from him from a fan's perspective on wrestling and what he thinks of the state of wrestling, and maybe he'll even give us his burger off the hooks. That's Mark Belusis being here in a little while. Taz Show, sit tight. <laughs> Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So, a uh, little Wednesday edition right here. And we uh, went to break. Uh, we couldn't help but notice the team here for the Taz show that kind of got some good stuff going on in the realm of what they would call social media trends. I don't want to give too much away without spoiling anything, but I think maybe we have some sort of a audio element that we could explain to people what exactly is going on before I continue with the show. He's trending again. Taz keeps trending and trending and trending and trending. Indeed, 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 indeed. Yep, that's right. We are trending, and it's all because of one guy, me. All about me. It's because of me. I kid. It's because of you guys. You know that. You know, I'm just joshing around. Thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. Seriously, all kidding aside. I appreciate that. I think we were at a different algorithm. We haven't trended in about a week. Either that, or I got to put over Moose, Mark Lucis, when he comes on, because we announced he's going to be on, and of course, a Mark, maybe we're trending. I don't know. <clears throat> but, um,. We haven't trended in maybe a week or two. So I know there was different algorithms. We had meetings. We had, we had the plethora of social media teams sitting with us, going over all the algorithms. Anthony was in California. He was Skyping in his comments on his vacation. That was lasted about seven weeks. It's ridiculous. But he's back. I have no fear. Anthony's back, and that's all that matters. That's, that's another interesting thing. Anthony comes back, and next thing you know... Whoa! Anthony comes back, and next thing you know... We're trending. I, I find that funny. If you think about it, you know, you're sitting here making fun of the guy, but meanwhile, it's because maybe Anthony. If that's the reason why we're trending. They call me the Shockmaster. Could be. Do you think because I'm back, we start <laughs> trending now? That makes perfect sense. 
<laughs> and you can defend yourself, sir, if you like to jump on before I continue with No, I'm good. <laughs> I thought it was him. Is <laughs> 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 ain't like mad aunt, you there? I'm here. Oh, now you sound like generally like. I'm, I'm still here. getting used to the whole Shockmaster thing. Well, speaking of the bullying, I mean, we hear about this bully epidemic going on in WWE. I think there's more. Hold on. Why'd you pot him down? Well, <laughs> I, I, oh, you're asking about bullying? No, because I want to talk to Anthony about being bullied by you. Oh, That's right. what's going on. That's true. Will you stop? It you is are. very true. It is. And I think you, Ant, should go to HR. I'm just telling you. Oh, I've gone multiple times. <laughs> They're like, when we hit 10, we'll get serious. <laughs> That'd be great if you went. Look, if you do go to HR on on uh, Dennis, please have your iPhone. In. I want the whole thing videoed. I want to put it on my show. Please. Oh, of course. I got you. I'll what, FaceTime it. Honestly, you. what would you say? Hey, my coworker makes fun of me for my deep voice. <laughs> like, I would the, say, H, the HR person would just be like, oh, sorry, you hit puberty early. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Dennis Anthony's show. I would love that Anthony's back. Now, now any second, Dennis is going gonna to lower your audio. You know that because he knows I'm going to start going with the whole thing. By the way, before I continue with the show, uh, I, I want to just bring this up to you too, Ant. You know that Dennis has a new shirt, right? You know about his shirt, his T-shirt? He got another one? No, no, no. <laughs> He's got the green one. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. The one that says that he doesn't apologize. And he's yet to wear it, bro, on the show. This prima donna is waiting. He's had this whole buildup. He really is. He's freaking unbelievable. He's annoying. Ridiculous. No, and he he's trying to slide in there with Katie, I see. Well, that's a whole... He's trying to slide in the DMs. Whoa, whoa. That's what he's doing there. <laughs> Saving the green shirt for when she's on. Yeah, someone's paying attention to the Taz show. I wore a nice saying. shirt today for you guys. No, no, no. He's going to wear. He's gonna rock that shirt and show off his biceps tomorrow in front of Katie. Huh. <laughs> he's going to sit there flexing <laughs> his pecs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Pecs and sex and pecs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I'll get a text later from Katie. Oh, uh, Taz, I can't make it. So I came up. Uh, you know, we're going, I'm going on today's show, and I'm going to cook scrambled eggs with them on set. You know, I can't make it. Sorry. Oh, thanks, Katie. All right. Get back to work now, okay? See you later, bud. Get back to work before I give you a beat. Uh, by the way, your flag uh, is limp. Uh, so anyway, back to SmackDown, Shadow. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I know. Talk wrestling. Talk wrestling. You don't know nothing else. Shut up. I don't want to hear you talk about wrestling. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll talk about wrestling. I know you people are on hold. I understand that. Everybody's excited. I know. I understand. I'll get to you guys. Uh, where else was I? Something else on... Uh, oh, by the way, I got to tell you. I mean, unless I'm missing something, I think the best match last night was the tag team match with American Alpha and Usos. What a great match. Um, Shining Stars showed up at the end. That felt a little anticlimactic. But the match between these four young guys was tremendous. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I thought it was a great, great match. I'm surprised more people. Um, I didn't see a ton on Twitter about it, which surprised me, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought it was great. You know? I mean, do you think it was the best match? Yes. Thanks. I didn't, I Thank didn't, you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> what? What? Speak. There were five matches, and the Randy Orton-Rowan one you already hit on, kind of a throwaway, nothing great. Mojo Raleigh, Jinder Mahal, that was really just to... Let, uh, I didn't ask you a breakdown of the matches, sir. I asked you if you thought that tag match was the best match. That's what I asked you. Yes. You don't have to agree with me if you don't want to. Just you know, I'm just telling you, you don't have to be a. Well, I don't. Th I think in the in the vacuum of the show, it was a great match. I don't think the the match itself. I wish you were in a vacuum. Hey, uh, Sean in <laughs> Toronto, you are on the Taz show. What's up? 
right, Sean, come on. I don't have time, buddy. What's up? Talk to me. Sean! What are you, nuts? Sean, are you there? Going once. Going twice. Goodbye. Done. That's it. That's what I do to, to count. If you're not, if you got me on, on mute or speaker and you're not quick to get on, I don't go going once, going twice. The cadence is different. Going three times. Oh, sorry, Sean, you're gone. I go going once, go twice, go three times, you're gone. She's counting me down. That's how I do it. That's how I roll. I'm sorry. That's just the way I do it. That's just it. Jason in Connecticut, you're on the Taz Show. Yes. Yes. How can I help you? How are you doing today? How are you, boss? Not bad. First time, long time. Oh, look at this guy. I need a bag with the first time, long time. Okay, interesting. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, just wanted to put you over real quick. I got yes. one comment about SmackDown and then off the hooks. Are you new to my show? I am. How long well, have you? How long? Like a couple of weeks? No, I take that back. New to calling. Been listening for just about a year now. Well, I would think you're new to calling. You said first time, long time. Yeah. So I mean, that means you're new to calling, sir. Yes, but I do appreciate you, Jason, calling from Connecticut. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what region of Connecticut are you from? I know the area very well. Uh, Fairfield County. Oh. Um, I'm from. Uh, I'm from Shelton. Hmm. It's right next to Bridgeport. Like you said, you're familiar Fairfield with Fairfield County, very wealthy area. You must be a rich guy. Maybe we got to have, have a little chat, you and I. Not that rich. Let me a few bucks here and there. I'm a broken down old wrestler. You know, I need a little help. You know what I'm saying? Right, look, how can I help you? I don't have all day here, Jason. Come on. No problem. Um, put you over real quick. Yeah. Thank you for doing the show. Really appreciate it. You Thank get you, me, You get me through the day at work with all the other people that I work with. Wait, hold on. And Do you work for someone or you have your own business? No, I work for someone. Oh, so I you're do. not even that. Come on, you're not even that. You're not even that wealthy then. If you work for someone, I thought you were like a that's, rich guy in Fairfield. Oh, absolutely not. You don't I'm, live I'm like in the... Wilton. Like that's a rich area, Wilton, right? No, my old boss is from Wilton, though. I thought that was a, a wealthier area, Wilton. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it is, but I'm just saying, my old boss is from Wilton. Yo, well, you, when you got like Greenwich, when you got like Greenwich money, that's like big swinging Johnson Jones, right? When you got we live in Greenwich, right? Yeah, that's not me. I'm a little swinging Johnson Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're talking about work. What's up? <laughs> Nothing, man. No, I just, I just putting you over. Thank you for coming up with the show, dude. Honestly, I appreciate all the uh, all the work that you put into it. Thank you, and man. Thank you, you and the rest of the crew. Appreciate that. Um, my one comment about SmackDown, it was wonderful not having to hear uh, Harvard at all this week. <laughs> In general, yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point you make, Jace, because we didn't hear him on Raw and we didn't hear him on SmackDown, so that was nice. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. And uh, my off the hooks, yeah. I got Sonic versus White Castle. Sonic is one we haven't heard yet. Interesting. I like that. Okay, what else? I got Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville versus Jake Swayback. Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Is that up in uh, up in the casino or up in New England, up in the Connecticut? What's that, Uncasville? What's yeah, that? yeah. They got, I think they got it at uh, Mohegan Sun. And you said Wayback, bro. Wayback, that's actually legit. I forgot about Wayback Burgers. They're really good. They're really good. And hey, then I got, uh, my for my main event, I got... Hold on, that's Jake's Wayback, right? Yep, Jake's Wayback. my stuff, please. And what else you got? I got... Uh, Smashburger versus Shake Shack. That's your main event. That's not bad. I'm down with that main event. That's pretty good. Oh, I, I have a question. Why did you pick Margaritaville over Jimmy Buffett's Cheeseburger in Paradise? Uh, oh. That's well, when, you, when you get into food, <laughs> you're, you're dealing with an expert in Dennis. And uh, so he has a good point, though, Jace. He does, you know? Yeah. 
All right, well, that's it. Well, thank you, Jason, for calling. I appreciate it. And speaking of food and burgers, uh, <laughs> as usual, Dennis has food in his hand. And uh, as we can get a shot at it. This him, is a monstrosity. That's a massive burger from our good friend, Chef Mike, who probably poisoned my burger because of my comments uh, the other day. And we want to thank Chef Mike for the hospitality, great food, not hospitality, great food and his kind heart. And for the people uh, that he works with and for any great establishment known as the Boilermakers on 1st and 1st, downtown New York City. Oh, Jesus. Well, how's it looking? Are we going to get a little video of this thing or what? <laughs> Hold on. Give us a second, This guys. is huge. We'll get on to... This is huge. We'll get into... Uh, we'll get into back into the show in a second. As I said, we got Mark Belusis coming up a little... Oh, my God. Look at the size of that thing. Dude, hold on a second. Let me see. What, what the... What's going on? What's that? Is that not a potato bun? A Martin's potato bun? It is. <laughs> this is a double burger. This is going to be. You are going to, and uh, you are going to sh- your pants, buddy. I'm telling you. After you eat that, or oh, that type of chopped meat, that's good uh, meat like that. Look at that. That's a phenomenal. Oh, you're going to be sitting on a bowl like, oh, Mox mm. Jones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, uh, you're going in deep. Do we have to watch this? I, I think maybe we can get off of him. I think we're good. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. We'll continue with the show here. It's a little disturbing watching now. Dennis eats sometimes. It's, he attacks the food. It's, it's really weird. Matt in San Antonio, you on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? How's it going, Taz? Hey, good, Matt. What's up? I'd like to say hello to the king of corn well, beef. His mouth is full. He's eating. So, just, just I think yeah, he's, it's always full. Yeah, he's um, eating. Yeah. So. so, I got my off the hooks, and I got a question for you about when you're announcing. Go ahead. Okay, uh, off the hooks, it's going to be uh, Red Robin versus um, Heart Attack Grill. Sir, sir Matt, Vegas. Matt, you've called the show many times. You have these written down because I'm feeling like you're thinking off your head. You're not writing this stuff down here. No, Matt, are they written down, Matt? You got to have them written. You got to be quick, quick, quick. Come on, give me your second match. No. Okay, uh, Beefies versus Chunkies. Beefies? Never heard of Beefies. Beefies. It's in San Antonio. Well, Texas, you guys got a lot of beef over there. And what else you got? Yeah, no, they're named. All these burgers are named after uh, Dennis Jones. <laughs> and uh, the 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 main event's gonna be Waterburger versus In and Out. Yeah, what? Yeah, I gotta tell you, man. I, what do you think's better? I think Waterburgers. I've had In and Out. In and Out's good, but I think Waterburgers better. Yes, it is. I do. And what's your announcing question? Okay, my announcing question is this: Whenever you are an announcer and y'all have those backstage production meetings, and they will give you the notes of like upcoming uh, feuds. Did you and, like, Michael Cole or JBL or anybody ever look at each other and be like, I got a question, Mr. McMahon, like, why? Or would y'all just, <clears throat> even if it didn't make sense, you would just roll with it? You, you really, it's a good question. You don't, um, it's a very good question. Uh, first off, Matt, I've never really been handed, like, a piece of paper that says, all right, we're going to go this route here. And thank you for calling, Matt. Or we're going to go this route, meaning in the future. We're going to go this, we're going to, this is going to be the angle or the feud, whatever. This is the story arc, as we would call it. That, that really didn't, when I was an announcer there, for all those years I was there, that didn't happen. But you sometimes would be, you would know, or Vince would say, we're going to stick with these two guys for a while. Something like that would happen. So now I'll answer your question in regards to would you speak up and say, hey, Vince, this is really not that good. And, you know, knowing Vince, when you work there, you know the pecking order. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. So you have to be careful of what you say. Uh, so meaning you, you have to know your role, uh, to be frank. And if you're going to gripe about a storyline, well, you got to understand when you do that, you have a plethora of writers that are sitting there that you just cut their balls off. 
you bury the writers in front of them if you're in this production meeting or agent meeting because the creative is discussed with Vince and those guys. So now you're killing them. Or, and you're also, that's not your role. Like, you, that, that's, if you have something that you don't like, a storyline, and that's happened where I didn't feel something I was selling, I would go to Vince privately and say, Vince, I'm just curious, like, um, and I only did this, like, maybe twice. You, you, know, you think these two guys are going to really, you think this is going to be good, seriously? And he was cool. He's like, well, we hope so. We're going to try and push it. You guys need to get it over. And hopefully these guys work hard enough for ring and it'll get over. I mean, it wasn't like, yes, we're doing that. Shut up. That's not how he is. He'll discuss it with you. It just depends how you approach him and where you approach him. So if you approach him in a meeting like that, that's a problem. Because now he's got an audience. <laughs> and you don't want to give him an audience, you know? You don't want to do that because then you're going to get your nuts cut off. So that, that, that's the fact of, of the gimmick there, to be honest with you. When, you. when you're dealing with, if you're going to go to Vince and say something to him or make a suggestion or you're, you're not feeling what they're saying, because there are writers that work on this for a long time. No matter if we like it or not, these people put a lot of time into this. So now you're just sitting in a meeting the first time you hear about it and then you poop on it. It's like, well, who are you? What, what? You just because you have experience, because you tell us stories? So what about all the work these people put in the studio in Connecticut all week, sitting in a room for hours and hours and hours? Even if it sucks creative or it's great creative, these people put the time in for it. And now you're just going to sit here and bash it? You know, it's, not, it's just not cool. You know, you just can't do that. You know what I mean? I think we have a, uh, is this Nick in Salem uh, on the Taz Show? It is Taz. Oh, good God almighty. Nick in Salem. Hold on. Stop the presses. What's going on, pal? I wanted to call I wanted to call because I, I was listening to sh- your show last night, and I wanted to tell you that, you know, you had said, you, you know, that, you know, you don't put yourself in the legend category. Yes. I, I would have to disagree. I think. Are you in, in the car? Opinion, Are you in the car? I am, yeah. I, I'm driving home. All right, that's great. No one cares. Right, so what are you saying now? Um, I listened to your show, and uh, you, in my opinion, I would definitely put you in the legend category because I personally think that you didn't really get a fair deal when you were in the WWF. I thought you could have definitely, in my opinion, done an awesome job and been greater probably than Stone Cold Steve Austin, if given the right, you know, platform. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Nick. You know, the thing is, um, there's a lot to say about some of that stuff there. So I, it's tough for me. to. I, I mean, I, that's very kind of you, you know what I mean? But like, it's hard for me to sit here and put myself over. But, look, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Steve and what he's done. He's been a massive success, and I, I, I love him. I think the guy's great. He was He's a great, great wrestler great performer a guy who earned his stripes and and nobody's well, taking that I, away from him i know totally, you're not either i, totally I, agree I, I know you. you're not i know you're not taking it away from him. i know um uh, but i will say the difference of what i did in ecw uh to compare to what someone like a steve austin did in wwf you know or any of those huge names that were in wwf or wcw at that time you guys gotta understand those of us that were in ecw those individual characters that were had success in ECW, uh, like I humbly say myself, or like Van Dam or Sabu, or Raven or Sandman, you know, uh, uh, you know, you gotta stand like, you know, from a tag team perspective, Dudleys or Eliminators or you know, uh, wh- whoever, you know, you gotta stand like we had a limited amount of resources. 
And it's not crying. It's not an excuse. We had very limited resources. We had one hour a week. We had one hour a week, and we didn't have a lot of money in that TV production. You could ask Heyman, you know? So I to- totally get that. Could I also comment on um, the Mauro Ronaldo thing? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. If you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I work at a hospital. Okay. And it doesn't matter if it's snowing. It doesn't matter if it's a blizzard. It doesn't matter if it's a state of emergency. I work 11 to 7. I need to be there. So if there's, if there's an accident or something like that and they get rushed to the OR, well, you know what? I need to be there. Right. So what you said about, you know, you know, I understand he has issues. I, I get that. I totally understand that. And what I totally 100% agree with you on the fact that, you know what, if you understood going in what this job entailed, right. you understood the, com- the giant commitment yes. that this is going to be. Yes. You understood that you needed to be there when whatever the whether it be train plane automobile doesn't matter you need to be there yeah would you agree <sighs> yeah i wouldn't put it at the same level as someone who works in a hospital even though the importance of doing a live tv show is vital in in our world of entertainment that is vital you got to be there yes that's what i said about Mauro or anybody else and and i agree yes so we're on the same page but you're in a, you work in a hospital there's life and death involved there so I think as important being making the SmackDown or Raw, whatever TV show you are on, uh, nothing pales in comparison to you know someone working in a hospital. If someone's a surgeon or a nurse or something, or you know what I mean, or, or needs to be at that hospital, that's different because it's about you know someone's body or life or health or whatever. That's different than entertainment. But I, I get the the uh, correlation that you're saying, and um, and I appreciate you saying you agree with me. I, I'm just saying like. I understand how travel is, and it could be a bitch, no doubt about it. And and Nick, thanks for calling, buddy. Uh, you know, I understand that. You know, I do. I understand that, and I don't want to get into rehashes again about the whole Mauro thing with the, the the snowstorm and all that jazz. But you know, you, you you got you got to get there, and that was my only thing. And and some people you know pooped on me. Oh, I can say about Mauro, he has issues. I, I understand he has issues. I mean, a lot of people have issues. You know, but you know, he, you know, and I'm not I'm not discrediting that. And speaking of Mauro. You know, there's, there's even more and more chatter with this whole bully stuff with JBL, and I just want to be clear on that, too. Um, you know, I, I, I don't condone bullying of any sorts whatsoever, I, not at all, and I wasn't even really taking a side. I was giving a different perspective than what the masses were looking at in regards to JBL. And, and from our era, and uh, I just read something briefly during the break on Sports Illustrated, and Matt Stryker was interviewed on there, and, and, and I, I read it quickly, so I'm not going to quote Matt, I'm not even going to really, I could lightly paraphrase, but a lot of, it, they asked him about the bullying in JBL, and it was similar to, kind of similar to what I was saying, um, where, it, it, uh, and I think Bischoff was quoted on there too, it's a good, pretty good article, and you know, it's, it was a different era back then, and, and the locker room was a different realm, you know, and I know it's a different time now, and I'm not I'm not defending JBL. I'm not knocking JBL. I'm not defending Mauro. I'm not knocking Mauro. The passport thing with all that stuff with, with, with Justin Roberts, I wasn't there. I worked in the company then, but I wasn't on the tour. So I can't, you know, I, I, people would treat me like, oh, well, uh, somebody said this, 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 and this, so that guy's got to be guilty. How do you know? You weren't there. You know, that's number one. Okay, a lot of people saying uh, JBL was a bully and all the stuff would happen with Meanie and all that stuff. 
I was there with the meaning thing, but I, I, I was going. I was either heading to the ring <laughs> to go after Kurt, I believe, or in the ring. So I don't. I, that whole physical situation, I don't even know what happened. Okay, I was in the middle of working, so I, in the same segment with those guys. So, you know, I, it's it's the It was the business. I keep saying it is the business. I think things have changed, though. I think the times have changed, and. And you got to be careful, and you got to be careful, and wrestlers conduct themselves differently. And you know, uh, I don't even know if there's anything such as a wrestler's court anymore, like there was years ago, where which was a lot of hysteria and funny. But I guess you could say that was hazing. But you know, it wasn't looked at like that. It was just boys being the boys and having time pass by. I mean, it's you know, there's different initiations now in the military. You go, uh, I, you know, I, you know, we, we know a kid who plays lacrosse at, at a, um, you know, one of the military academies in, in our country here, and 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 his dad played there years ago, and he plays at you know, there now, West Point, and the initiations and all that stuff, the jocularity and, uh, you know, to, to is different than it was when his dad was there compared to now. Like it's a different world, you know, which is good. I'm not. I think that's good. I think it's good that we evolve and. We, we, so no one gets hurt and there's nothing stupid and no one feels abused and I do. I, but I also do know, and I don't want to get too deep into this, we live in a very sensitive time now where everyone's PC and if you say something non-PC, you're a bad person and you do that, you know, it's like, you know, can we just toughen up a little bit, just a little bit? Can we just toughen up just a little bit, you know, and, and really, and, and let's just get a little harder instead of being soft, you know? So that's that's my deal on that. Um, all right, look, people on the phone, phone lines are jammed. Got to go to break. Okay, got to go to break. Other side of break, we'll have my man Mark Malusis from WFAN, CBS Sports Radio, SNY. The Moose will be here on the Taz Show. Sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, all right. Taz Show, we're back here at the top of the hour. We'll have Mark Malusis on here in a second. Special guest. The Moose will be on the show here with yours truly. Um, also, I did not bring it up earlier. Um, I'll get into talking about this later on, if, if need be. There's just reports out there. Now, if you're listening to the podcast version of this or the audio on demand or the VOD of this, it might be old news by now or it might be confirmed, but there are reports that Finn Balor was injured on Monday Night Raw in his match with Jinder. Uh, has a concussion, possibly. That's a reports. It probably was from that forearm shiver. It was a tight forearm they kept replaying that nailed, um, you know, Nailed Finn Balor pretty good, so uh, hopefully Finn's okay. Finn's a good dude and he's a tremendous uh, star, and he's just getting back from an injury, so that would really suck for him. It'd be bad luck, crappy luck if he's concussed. So hopefully that's not the case. If it is, maybe it's a minor one. Uh, so we shall see. And before we have Mark Belusis on here, the Moose will be on in a second. Are we? Uh, do you have any update on the where we are social media wise? What's going on in the world of trends? And I don't want to say too much. Okay. Still trending. Taz is still trending. All right.
right. Thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. As you know, it's because of me and not you. Uh, so that's the deal on that. So right now, I'd like to welcome our special guest right here on the Taz Show. Uh, his name is Mark Malusis. Uh, we call him the Moose because he's my man. He's a friend of mine. And he's a guy that is maybe the hardest working man in the history of radio and TV. Because you can hear him or see him on, on SNY, FAN, uh, CBS Sports Radio. Moose, what's up, brother? What's going on, Taz? Good morning, man. Uh, not as hardworking as you, though. So uh, you're all over the place. <laughs> not like you, dude. I, and no matter where I go, uh, Moose is on the air. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I was I was teasing you about that. It's crazy, dude. I mean, really, are you working? No, no joke. Like six days a week, it's got to be. I work, I work seven days a week. Wow. Wow. I, seven days. I got three boys. I got a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a four-month-old. So <laughs> you got a mouse to you feed. Know, yeah. I, yeah. I got, you know, you got to hustle, Taz. You know that, man. I know. You got to grind. You got to hustle. I mean, so, you, and now, you know, something about you I didn't know. I did not know that you were a former producer of uh, Francesa um, and, and the Mad Dog, Mike Russo. I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked with them for uh, six and a half years, so almost wow. seven years. Yeah, That's was, really cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. I was their board op for three years, and then I was their uh, producer for a tad over three. Yeah, I've been looking for a real producer for a long time here, buddy. It's hard. <laughs> oh, I'm struggling. You have no idea. <laughs> I got this guy, Dennis. How many Drew. producers have you gone through? Oh, not on a lot, bro. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Will you stop? A lot. I've been through. It's not me. I keep telling the company. It's not me. It's them. Right. right. <laughs> no. It's not me. It's you. Right. <laughs> no, I've been through. All can decide. Probably two or three. But, um, you know, I try to have the producer. Have, I try to make these guys mean something in life. You know, I don't want to just ignore them. Otherwise, they got nothing without me. You know? So Yeah, right. I because you're their, you're their light. You're their glow. They're basically the reason why they wake up every morning. <laughs> you know that, Moose. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> also, bro, so you went to Q. So were you in a new house school at Syracuse? I was not. I was in the School of Visual and Performing Arts. I was a speech communication uh, major, like very like speech writing, a lot yes. of theory, stuff like that. Man, there's so uh, so many great broadcasters like yourself that come out of Syracuse. I mean, so many. I mean, it's, I don't think people realize that. Not just in sports either. You know, it's it's really uh, very impressive. Was that something you always wanted to do? Was get into sports? Yeah. Broad yeah? Yeah, growing up, you know, that's that's really it. Um, I, I was a huge fan of Mike and Chris growing up. I, I used to listen to them every day. Uh, I went to school at Don Bosco in Jersey. I grew up in Rockland County, yep. uh, just uh, outside of New York City. And yep. um, I wanted to be a broadcaster. And, um, you know, there was uh, Syracuse was one of the schools. Miami was a school I was interested in going to. Maryland was another one. Mm. And um, I just decided uh, that Syracuse was the best thing. I'll tell you, though, Taz, you got to like the cold in order to go up to oh, – yeah. Yeah. Syracuse uh, because you, we talk about snow and I know <laughs> I mean their average winter they're getting over like 200 inches of snow so yep, yep. it's much different but yeah that's that's really wanted really uh, what I wanted to get into when I was younger and uh, uh, I'm very fortunate that it's worked out you know you said Don Bosco you went to high school at my son uh, for his first two years of high school went to St. Anthony's here on Long Island so I know you know them so yeah yeah, yeah of course absolutely well I mean you you listen you go to all the you know any kind of uh, Catholic prep school everyone knows each other that's right and it's great great sports competition in all sports with all those especially here in the Northeast I can speak for from Jersey and tri-state area you know with the Catholic schools but so so for you now going now so I joke around in the show a lot Moose, where I say that I feel like, because I, you know, I bust balls all the time. I can't help sure. it. That's just my gimmick, right? No, so, really, Taz, you bust balls? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the thing is, I always say to the producers here, right? I say, look, you know, I've learned rapidly in my short, I'm only in radio like two years. I've been 
plugging away trying to get a gig for 10 years. As you know, it's not easy. Um, so, But I'm, I'm green compared to a guy like you. But <clears throat> the thing is, I've learned rapidly, Moose, is that the producers are the frustrated talents, right? So their goal, that's the, that's the, the slow line to becoming an on-air talent is the producer route. Do you agree with that? Um, well, it depends on, it depends also on the producer, the scenario, the situation, like, because I got into, I started working at the fan, becoming a producer because I want to put myself in the, in order for that old saying, you know, you got to be in the right place at the right time. You got to yes. go out there and be in the right place. So yes, yes, in yes. order to go out there and take advantage of it and not that I was doing radio shows or trying to go out there and, and test other people's knowledge or show people how much sports I knew when I was sitting in the newsroom because anybody that works at the fan, you know, they know sports. I mean, for the most part, you got to get in there. You have to have an understanding of what you're going out there and doing. But right, right. if you're going to say yes, are producers frustrated? Do they want to get on air? For the most part, I would say <laughs> 90% of producers eventually yeah. want to get on air. It's the rare commodity of a guy or yeah. a gal that just want to be a producer. Oh, yeah, my producer here, uh, Dennis Jones, he's, we call him the Lumberjack. You might know him. He's worked uh, yeah, maybe I on... Yeah, I know Dennis, yeah, of he, course, yes. He's an egomaniac. And and the thing is, <laughs> he, he is. He's an egomaniac, self-centered, self-explosive. And he's uh, all this stuff. He's all these negative adjectives. So he you fits can think. in perfectly on the show. He actually does. Yeah, he actually yeah. he actually does. Believe it or not. And the thing is, with him, sometimes he'll screw things up. He won't have the mics up at times. I got to yell at him. Put my mic on. It, it's always a problem. You know what I mean? So the thing is, with him, he like he offended me. He wouldn't apologize, and now my audience hates his guts. <laughs> but he's become a star. The dude, the guy has his own T-shirt, Moose. Believe this. Well, well, see, but that's where you have to do. You have to create something for yourself, a little leeway. You go up against the man, and all of a sudden, you start to create a little fan base for yourself. There you go. So, that's see, smart by Dennis. So, but, I, Moose, I have to, I have to clarify. <laughs> I did not create any of this. This was all. This is all because of Taz. Bullshit. Absolutely. So I'm starting to see a connection here. So basically, Dennis, Moose is where you want to be, hopefully in 10 years. Start as a producer, now you're a big broadcasting star like Moose. Oh, Moose is the... uh is the behind the scenes icon he like yeah. you look at moose and that's that's the dream right there what moose has done for himself he's he's a legend in the radio game where hey moose yeah. where have you dennis has run has dennis uh he produced stuff with what you and maggie where, where, where have you guys uh where's he where'd you work with, with moose where was this i've at? done yeah i've done moose and Matt, not anymore now because uh, nothing on moose's end but i used to i do the board with them and his producer anthony is a huge wrestling fan yes and moose and maggie both maggie is a wrestling i know fan i as well. spoke I've been on. I've, yeah, you've done. You did oh, the WrestleMania been, hit for him. Moose and Maggie and and Moose. I know. Like I told my audience, you know, obviously most of my audience are wrestling fans. And I said, look, this guy is not just a sports uh, uh, expert and broadcaster, but you obviously are a supporter of the wrestling business now. Yeah, of course. How do you have time to even watch wrestling if you're covering so much sports? Well, that's where the WWE Network comes into play. When right. you have a little bit of free time here or there, it's not like you can watch Raw every Monday night or SmackDown every Tuesday night, right? Uh, or sometimes on the pay-per-view events, but you can go back and you can watch them when you have some time during the course of the day yeah. and watch some events and, and, stuff, and play a little bit of catch-up. So there are times like this week I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown Live, but there are some weeks I don't get the opportunity to do so. You have it on the background and you're paying attention. Yeah. You're trying to pay attention to two or three different things, so that's how I go about doing and now, it. Now, what, what, I mean, so you watch Raw SmackDown. I'm assuming you watch WrestleMania. Did you, well, you yeah. were on, well, actually, you were on the air. I was on right after you. Uh, that's right. You that's came right. steamrolling right out of the <laughs> right out of the, right out of the CBS Sports Radio uh, studio. Yeah. You went steamrolling. You said uh, something to your, I think it was to Dennis and somebody else, and then you went rolling right downstairs to your car. 
Yeah, that, that basically it. covers it. Yeah, that was basically it. You, you signed off, you said a couple words, and you went steamrolling right to the, uh, That's right my to the elevator. I'm very sociable. Uh, yeah, so did you get a chance to check? Because you were prepping for your show right after Mania, your, your sports show. But did Correct. you watch any? Uh, did you get a chance to see some of Mania? I did. I did watch some of Mania, of course. I, I thought it was a great spectacle. I didn't think I didn't think there were a lot of great matches. I right, thought the right. McMahon AJ Styles match. I, I you know my wife is into the wrestling too because she loves uh, the oh, Divas cool. show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she she gets into it. I thought the Styles and McMahon match was very entertaining. Um, I actually thought it was time for Undertaker to retire. But you yeah. just can't do it anymore, yeah. Taz. You know, yeah. you, you watching you're watching the match and. And I actually feel bad because this is not, you know, for young wrestling fans to watch Undertaker, this is not what the Undertaker really symbolizes when he was at the top of his game. And he was this freakish athlete walking the ropes yeah, and everything like I remember, that. Yeah, yep. I mean, that's not, that's not the Undertaker. So it was time for Undertaker to retire. I thought the fireworks, I thought mixing in a little bit of entertainment and everything, I thought they put on a great show. I don't know if there were a lot of great matches, though, on WrestleMania. Let me, let me ask you, so there's always this debate, like, I've had this debate with some of the big bosses here at CBS Radio, without naming names. Um, you know, is WrestleMania, now you're a guy who covers sports for a living, is it at the level, at this point in time, worldwide, as a global spectacle, as a Super Bowl, or as a World Series, or the Stanley Cup, or what have you, is it in that same realm? Um, I don't think it's on the level of a Super Bowl, but I don't think there's really anything that is. Okay. Um, okay. But I, in terms of the the other events, yeah, I think it's. I think when wrestling fans and uh, you look at WrestleMania, I think it's just right there as as big of an event as say the World Series, or you look at the Stanley Cup Finals, certainly, mm. um, and other big events. I mean, you look at the Kentucky Derby; it's horse racing fans, uh, you know, circle the first Saturday in May and look forward to Churchill Downs. I yeah. think wrestling fans look forward to. You know, early April and and WrestleMania, it's the biggest event um, in uh, in uh, for the WWE every season, uh, every year. And yeah, I think it's on the level of the other things, but I don't think you can put it Taz on the level of the Super Bowl because I think the Super Bowl is just taking on a a completely different feel in terms of popularity. Maybe I'm biased. I don't know, man. I kind of disagree. You think it's on the level of the Super Bowl? <sighs> I don't know, Mark. I mean, look, they they had the freaking Citrus Bowl or whatever they're calling it this week. They had it down there in Orlando. <laughs> there was there was freaking seventy five thousand people left. I've been I've been lucky enough to be part of a lot of WrestleManias, big massive events in the Astrodome or, or Safeco field and all this stuff and and i'm telling you man people from all over the world i mean there are arena there are stadiums each year fighting to get wrestlemania you know and that's kind of like i don't know i i just maybe maybe i'm biased i don't know i, I think you it know, is I, I get it what what were the views on the wwe did those not the, you know how how well did it do in terms of buys and everything like that um well i'm sure my producer i'm sure my producer dennis jones has that info do you let's let's mark hang on a sec let's see maybe he has hang on a second let's see you suck them up. We're working on it. We're a little slow here. We're just we're, we're not a we're not a broadcast terrestrial show. We're, we're just streaming. So a little bit. I think he might have the information. Hang on. We got it. What do we got? They don't they and don't provide the numbers because it's the network doesn't give away so how, you, how many views. So you have no numbers. What do you mean oh, no? Okay, numbers. that's great. So see, this is what I'm dealing with, Moose. I want. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot, though. Oh. So it's a bad job. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I appreciate after I that. Asked, after I asked that question, I was like, ah, oh, this is the last thing anybody wants is 
somebody coming on as a guest asking for uh, asking for a piece of information. So I apologize. That's about that. no, no, Moose. Actually, you got over with me. I love you. I'm glad you did that. Because now I got a real reason to fire this prick. But anyway. <laughs> So, so look it. So you're working seven. This is going to be mfing me for the next half hour. No, yeah. I would, I would never. He actually, not, I don't want to start trouble, Moose. He was wondering why I was even inviting you. He said he had an issue with you. I don't know. He said Maggie was yelling at him. I don't know what happened. Uh, now Maggie, now uh, Moose and Maggie, you guys do your show on uh, Saturday on CBS Sports Radio, right? Saturday morning, yeah, six to ten a.m. Yes, Eastern time. And thank you. I've been on that show to help promote the WrestleMania uh, post show I did, and she seems like she's. Tough to work with in a good way. She she knows her stuff. She's uh she does a Sports Illustrated show, right? She does what does she do? Yeah, she does SI now every day, Monday yeah. through Friday. Um, she knows her digital. stuff. Oh, she's great. Yeah, yeah, Maggie's awesome, Taz. I mean, you know that you've been on with. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, you know, and um, I know she's wanted to try and get you on her show on Sports Illustrated. Yes. Um, so uh, I need a lot of but, money, though. I, I I do think some money. <laughs> I don't work for free, Mark. I work, yeah. You got to pay me a lot. I'm just saying. I got you. I have I, an ego. I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, but she's awesome. She's fan- I know. She, she I'm going to go on. Stuff left and right. And she does a fantastic job. No, I'm going to go on her SI show for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on there and I'm gonna have fun. And that's what I do. I go on everyone's show. Do it. I mean, you got to do it. I mean, I, you know, you come on. Uh, you come on our show every every time uh, there's yeah. a big wrestling event yep. we promote uh, you know tashow.com and yes, yes. that you're doing the show on Sunday nights post show yep. breaking it all down yep. Yep. and yep. and talking to the nation everything like that you got to go on SI now. you know what it is bro you know you, Moose you're the only show that actually invites you back like Boomer and Carton I was on their show in studio there was a little incident afterwards and then uh, Al Dukes I, I wanted to wrap my hands around his throat that's a whole nother story and then there was an instance you know, you know I, I have my friend Evan Roberts has been on the show a couple times uh, well he's going to be banned from me he pissed me off too so all those people at Why the did fa- Evan piss you off he kind he got me a little annoyed he did he pissed me off he knows what, what he did. did what what did he do uh, I don't want to I don't want to say it but he, he didn't promote my show that he was going to be on. Dennis, please, you're going to have to be a teammate here, Dennis. You're part of the show team here. The, the freaking Evan, he's on with Beningo for 9,000 hours in the midday, and then he's going to be on my show, and he don't promote that he's going to be on my show. What is that? On, on social, yeah, he should promote No, no, not social fan. media. No, no, on the fan. Oh, on, his, on the fan. Yeah. Oh, that, well, yeah, on the Friday before. Thank WrestleMania. you, sir. Thank he you. should have given a pop. And he said, oh, I forgot. Oh, okay. So next time, I'll forget to invite you. That's all. <laughs> what are you going to do? So that's how the cookie crumbles, my friend. I understand. I understand. <laughs> well, more importantly, how about my Mets pounding the Phillies, man? Oh, God. Cespedes, he went yard three times due to a two home runs. But are we, should we worry about Matt Harvey? He's got a little hammy issue. What's going on with that? Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, he said after the after the game last night, Taz, that he should be A-OK moving forward. He's expecting to make his next start. But from a Met perspective, they can't push it. So if Harvey's not ready to go for his next start, don't make a, a week problem into a three-week problem or yeah. a month-long problem. Because, you know, everyone talks about their arm delivery, arm slot. When you look at power pitchers, a lot of the power does come from their legs and the ability to drive down off the off the pitching rubber to home plate, um, you know, the whole drop and drive, the Roger Clemens kind of a feel yeah. in order to go out there and get the velocity you're looking for. So 
Um, you didn't love to see Harvey tweak that hamstring run to first base. He said he's A-OK. I think it's something you got to monitor. And if you have to skip him with start, so be it. But it's nothing of major consequence or significance. OK. I got no, I like Harvey. That's why. And he, he lost a bunch of weight. He looks good. I mean, I think he looks great. Yeah, I think Harvey looks good. I mean, the three pitchers, how could you? I mean, you have a, a game last night which he embarrassed Philadelphia. Yeah. Harvey looked good until he tweaks the hamstring. The offense is starting to get going. Cespedes hits three home runs. Reyes got a hit. Look, Reyes, Reyes got a hit. <laughs> Miracles do happen. Jose Reyes got a hit. And they dropped him in the seven hole now. You think he'll end up back? He'll take that spot, the, the leadoff spot from Grandison eventually yeah, again? I think, yeah, I think Collins did that to take pressure off him. He's terrible. He's one for 27 to start the year. You know, Collins was joking around that he contacted the FBI if he can go out there and find Jose Reyes <laughs> at some point. I mean, so, uh, but That's I think great. when the bat does get going, Taz, I think he'll be back off at the leadoff spot because I think he's the most natural leadoff hitter the team has. Yeah, he is, and he's had success for a lot of years. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I got a lot of people call the show from all over the country and the world, and I get a lot of people from Chicago and a lot of people talking about the Cubs and uh I mean, I, I, I mean, I, you can't. I, I under, you, listen. If a guy calls up, gal calls up, and they're a Cub fan, you can't knock them. You can poke fun at them a little bit. Yes, I, poke I think fun. it would be great to have them uh, Mets Cubs World uh, Mets Cubs in a, a National League Championship Series yeah. to see who gets to the World Series. But um, I mean, the Cubs are a great team. Schwarber. I mean, Schwarber is a guy that you know, every yeah. man should go out there. Every any overweight guy should go out there and love. I mean, yeah. he's not six four. He's about five yeah. eleven. He weighs about two hundred and sixty pounds, and he's going out there hitting home runs like he's Babe Ruth. He's the Dennis of uh, he's the lumberjack of uh, my. That's a Dennis. They just had a double cheeseburger here. I got Moose. I, uh, I got uh, a chef downtown in Manhattan over there, over here that that brings food to the show. I mean, and this guy's a gavoon. He's eating all the food. I, I can't. Uh, the call screener gets nothing to eat. The video producer gets nothing to eat because. Dennis is eating everything. He's an animal. Wait, so every show you have catered? Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah, kind of, you know? That's amazing. Are uh, you serious? Look uh, at the pole that Taz has I'm down over. on 44th Street. I'm that o- is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, every I don't... show you have catered? I'm, I might start showing up at 7 o'clock Anytime in the you want to come, you're more than welcome. Listen, I just do a little streaming show. I'm not a big wig on uh, FAN and CBS Sports Radio like the rest of you guys. I'm just a little jobber here. That's I mind my business. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> that, I'll tell you, that's the most impressive thing I've heard in a long time. Every hey. show catered. That's impressive. Well, that's what we have. We have uh, people that, that love us here, uh, and they love me, and the front office loves me a lot. They love me. I get along great with everybody here on CBS Radio. The corporate people love me so much, Moose. You have no idea. Um, so that's a whole other story. They avoid me. They, they hide under their desk when I'm done with my show. Like, I leave here. It's like a ghost town. And then once right. I get in the elevator, it's like a party. He's gone! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! He's gone! Tax is gone! Yes! They go nuts. <laughs> How's my guy Seth over there? Seth Nyland. Seth. Oh, I love Seth. Yeah, he's actually out this week. I don't know what that means. They didn't say he's on vacation. He's out. So that could be a oh. bad thing. But, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, he's out. No, but <laughs> Seth is, uh, has been a big part of the, the behind the scenes of the show for a long time here, Moose. So yeah, Seth's doing great. great. Yeah, no, he's doing good. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, my audience is very well versed to Seth. He's another guy who was an original producer of mine who had an ego like Dennis and tried to be a star, and I fired him. So that happens. So, so then, what would you want your producers to do then? If you've been through three <laughs> producers now, what exactly do you want them to do? Moose, thank you for asking the hard hitting questions. I, I don't know. I don't have the answer, Moose. Please don't put me in the spot on my own show. Um, I don't know what I want. I just want them not to aggravate the piss out of me. That's number one. Uh, okay. I, I want them to. I want them 
to not barnacle off of my success. I want them to have their own opinions, stand by their convictions, and I want them to help me make the show successful and not worry about themselves. And that's the problem I have here with these people. I can understand that. So you want a lot. You basically <laughs> want them to to come in and be at your beck and call, yes. never annoy you. Yes, exactly. Ne- know exactly what kind of mood you're in, walking in at yes. you yes. know six o'clock in the morning, yes. getting ready for your show at Indeed. seven o'clock. Just have a total and complete read for you. Yes, and basically become like you know. This, uh, the best friend for life. Yeah. See, now I could tell why when you were younger, <laughs> you were successful with Russo and Francesa. I could tell. Right. I could tell. Stop. That's I, it. I could tell. I mean, I've, I've had some people here say I have a little bit of Francesa style in me, and not they didn't mean that in a positive way either. No, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Moose, you got to come in the studio one day. Seriously, I mean, enough. Yeah, you, you, I'd love to. I'd love to come on down one day. I got, I'd, I'd love to do that, Taz. You Absolutely. should just That's hang out, fine. sit here for two hours. We just, you know, do our thing. You know what I mean? No, uh, it would be a blast. Let's do that. Because you know, you now growing up, are you a Mets fan, Yankee fan? I grew up a Yankee fan. I grew up. Uh, my dad's a Yankee fan. My uncle was a Yankee fan. So, uh, Yankee household, Giant household. Even though I switched off, became a Redskin fan and Nick oh. and, and Ranger fan. So interesting. Uh, yeah, so I grew up, uh, but listen, I worked for, uh, Fan was the home of the Mets for a long time. Now they're the home of the Yankees. I worked for SMY, which was the home of the Mets. The, you know, the Mets have been really good for me, uh, good to me. Um, and you know, I like to see the fact that they're coming around and all this, all the developing, the drafting, the trading for young players, mm. uh, the young uh, pitchers that they've had starting to develop. It's exciting to see. And Syndergaard's just amazing. I love Thor. I love him. You know, I, uh, I grew up a hardcore for years, uh, Jet fan. But then uh, several years ago, I turned over. And believe it or not, now I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. No one cares. And um, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, I know that sounds crazy, but I'm, I'm not into the whole Jersey football. I'm not into the Jersey Giants and the Jersey Jets. Uh, speaking of Jersey, Governor Christie, he's trying to take over the reins, I believe, at FAN. That's what I've been hearing, right? Yeah, he's looking for a job after he's, his governor. <laughs> Subtle. I like that, Moose. He goes, yeah, yeah, he's looking for a job. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, there's, there's a, I think he is. He's honestly. looking for, I've heard him. I've heard him on with Joe and Evan. I've heard, I've heard him, you know, lobbying. I heard him. Uh, with, with Carton and uh, Boomer and those guys. He's, uh, oh, he's driving hard. He's driving hard. Now, I got to ask you, look, before we wrap up here, brother, I got to ask you, so just, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know my opinions. Like you being a guy that, now, how many years you've been in the, rest, uh, the, rest of the radio business? How many years? Uh, I've been in the radio business since uh, 2000. Okay. So, so here's the thing. For a guy like you, paid your dues, came up the right way. For someone that's a governor, who has no experience in broadcasting whatsoever, but he's a public speaker, obviously, and he's an intelligent man. I know that. For a guy like him to possibly fall into a slot where Francesa had, had six hours, you know, uh, a guy like Francesa, no matter if people like him or not, the man paid his dues, let's be honest, right? So yeah. uh, is that a little, does that kind of, you know, I don't want to say piss you off, but does it piss well, you off? Well, uh, wait a second. So, so let me ask you this: Does it? You talked about this. Show, you talked about this very topic as a wrestling comparison right after WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Doesn't it bother the the guy that goes out there and grinds, right, for the WWE, SmackDown, Raw, yeah. going out there playing house shows and everything like that, and then all of a sudden when the big event comes along. You have guys that are part-time wrestlers coming on, going out there and getting big matches during WrestleMania. 
Doesn't that bother? Doesn't that hurt morale? Doesn't that do all that? Absolutely. About this? Yeah, of course it does, yeah. right? So, but, but hold yeah, on, but Moose, there's one difference. Those guys that are coming in, like let's just say hypothetically The Rock or whoever, HBK, those are guys who have a lot of years in the wrestling business, unlike a guy who was a governor looking for a gig. All right, all due respect, I love Shane McMahon, right? right He's right. great. But the idea that Shane McMahon could go hold for hold with AJ Styles makes no sense. I mean, you know, going out there and wrestling with AJ Styles makes absolutely no sense. He's a part-time wrestler, he barely, and I get that he's trained, mm. but he hasn't done it his entire life, right? And, and he's a smart guy, he's great at selling himself, and he's marketable, but that is not really, that is not to me what, what makes those matches those matches. But to answer your question, long story short, of course, I think it would bother anybody. You go out there and you pay your dues, you work right. your tail off. That's right. You, you go out there, you grind away, you build up a, a rapport and audience, and you have a good time with it, and you know, working overnights, working every single shift, you want the opportunity when it affords itself. Right. Of course, it would bother anybody. All right, you seem like you're getting pissed off. I'm going to let you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm busting your balls. Uh, no, no, I happy just, Wednesday, Ted. Yeah, happy, happy Wednesday. Wednesday. Look, you're going to be back on the show here at me. I know that, and, and maybe you'll be nice enough. I'll come on one of your shows, one of your 5,000 shows you have. Yeah, How about that? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll have it. fun. It'll be great. As long as Dennis is not around, we're fine because he'll try and take the spotlight. So, uh, yes, and what is your what producer's Dennis. name again? What's his name? My producer, Russell Mathis. So is Russell looking for a job? That's what I'm wondering. Is he interested? Maybe I can steal your producer for no, you. No, Ru- Russell is trying to be a cop. He went to, he's, he's getting out of the industry. He's trying to be a cop. Well, that's one thing that my producer can't do because that would involve running. So, oh, I run to the fridge. To the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me short. Some sort of either libation or food at the end of your run. You're okay. good to go. I don't know Amen. what libation means, but thank you, Moose. Um, you got it, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go Orange. And uh, listen, brother, we'll have you back on again soon, all right? You got it, Taz. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Moose. Take care. That's it. That's my man, the Moose right there. He is the man. Uh, Look, man, maybe some wrestling fans don't know who Moose is if you're not from the Tri-State area, but I guarantee you you're a fan now. All right, I got to go to break. I'm late to break. Other side of break, I will get to the phones. We'll be on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We'll talk some more SmackDown. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. All right, we'll break up. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Very busy uh, Taz show here today. Had a special guest on. Mark Lucis was just on the moose with yours truly. Full lines are jammed. We're in the fourth quarter. I was looking at uh, Twitter. Billy uh, Schnabitz. Somebody else tweeted something similar to this to me yesterday. It's about Nakamura, as some call him Nak. So Nakamura's mouth, dot, 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 space. So Nakamura's mouth, is it a, a gum shield, or has the poor guy's teeth been knocked out? Question mark. Can't find any info on it. <laughs> I've noticed this a while back, and he does what some other, some, several wrestlers do. He's wearing mouthpiece or mouth guard, like most athletes wear. 
And this has been something I think that's gotten more popular with pro wrestling. I might have talked about this a long time ago on this show. It's really cool um, that wrestlers are doing this now. It's not a look when I say cool, I mean for their safety. What a lot of people don't realize, I've smartened you up a little bit about mouth guards and mouthpieces. It actually, besides getting preventing your teeth from being knocked out, that's not the main purpose, believe it or not. The main purpose of a mouth guard, for the most part, is prevent concussions. That's what a lot of people don't realize, because you can get concussed when, I, I don't quote me on this, when your teeth are not aligned or you take a hit and your, your teeth chatter or get, get hit in that money spot on your jaw, that type of thing, I mean, you it's not really medical terms I just gave you. I think you guys realize that, but I think you get my drift. So the, the mouth guard really prevents uh, and helps prevent concussions. So I think a lot of pro wrestlers have been wearing mouth guards. I can't remember who else in WWE. There's a couple of guys who do this. I'm drawing a blank right Tozawa now. wears one. Tozawa does wear one. Um, I want to, not Apollo Crews. Somebody else wears one. There's a few guys. Uh, it's a very, uh, I think it's something that, that should eventually, I don't want to say be mandatory because he's a pro athlete, so you can't say mandatory, but if I was wrestling now, uh, knowing what I know, I'd wear a mouth guard while I wrestled. Now, oh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's worn a mouthpiece, a mouth guard for years. Kurt Angle has for sure. I mean, and so it's, it prevents concussion. That's a main thing. So I don't know if Nakamura's teeth have been knocked out. I have no clue. But... You know, uh, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but you know, s- many of you folks maybe never were athletic. Maybe you never played a sport. So I did see some tweets saying, what's in his mouth? What's, why is he wearing? And, and I'm like, what the heck? You guys can't tell some mouth? I mean, I played, you know, sports my whole life. So and I have an athlete son, so I get it. And I'm not trying to be a, a douche. I'm just, you know, I was like, why, why are people not understanding he's wearing a mouthpiece? And that's what it is. It's a mouthpiece, and I'm not being disrespectful. I apologize. I'm just being a little, um, uh, I'm walking through life with athletic blinders on. That was maybe was the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life, possibly. Stop! That was horrible. That was just stupid. I mean, that made no sense, if I just said. No, it did. Yeah, no, it didn't. Please. I used to love, did you used to, like, mold the mouthpiece, or you would just take the... Bro, I I used to mold it in hot water. Dude, that was the best. I know. <laughs> Dip it in hot water, count for 30 Dude, seconds. I'll tell you, my son uses this. The, the, a lot of, not, not all, but a lot of the athletes now. My kid uses one. This is sick, dude. It comes, it's flat. It's as thick as like a piece of paper. Yeah? It's, it's shaped like a regular mouthpiece. One thing, it's flat. I'm not going to say the name because I'm not going to give them free publicity here. It's flat, and what you do is... You put it in hot water, just like you would the old school mouthpieces. You bite. There's a bite mark. You bite on it, and you mold it with your fingers while it's hot, and you make it custom for your gum line and your upper, you know, your row of your teeth. I'm not kidding. That's it's, wild. It's and the gimmick with it. It's very light. There's holes throughout it, but it's Ooh. it's tested like it's, it's ultra protective for concussion and losing your teeth. Yep, it's a real. But anyway, I did used to do what you're saying. I used to put. Why you were that guy that didn't mold it? No, no, I did. I was a huge. I used to love that. I like, played with guys that just put it in their mouth. No, those guys are maniacs. Yeah, they're nuts. Yeah, you got to mold it. That's the thing. And take we're taking for granted. People know. So what you do with a lot of mouthpieces is you, you get you you buy them in Models or one of these stores, whatever, and you you melt it in hot water for like whatever it is, two minutes. It gets real soft. Then you put it in your mouth. And it, it forms to your teeth and your gum line. Now, some guys, like my son used to use one that was from a custom one, where you actually go to a dentist, check this out, dude, and you set, and I'm not kidding, you get a mold of your teeth. No, this is what they do in like a lot of colleges now. That's crazy. And you send a mold of your teeth to this mouth guard company, and they make a custom mouth, and you pick any color, put logos on it, everything. 
Dude, you can get one that says the lumberjack on it with a lumberjack with meat all over it. Actually, we should get you one that you wear a mouthpiece during the show, and then maybe you won't talk. That would be great. Well, what you missed is that's why I bring all the food. I'm trying to help you. If I'm eating, I'm not talking. What? Exactly. <laughs> uh, sh- Shep Shooter, North Carolina. You're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Did I say this right? Have you called before? <clears throat> Chap Shooter. We, we talked about it the... Um well, we talked about it before, but I know you had like a million callers. The uh, yeah. guy who wrestled from North Carolina, Fourth and State. Oh yeah, how are you, big guy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, Shooter Jones. That's your new name. What's going on, bud? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why people didn't know why that that was a mouth guard Nakamura had, and molding the mouthpiece was the worst. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but dude, like, I was saying, no, 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 chap shooter. The thing is, a lot of people like, unlike yourself or me, weren't athletes, and they don't. They don't know, and and it doesn't make them uh, bad people. It just makes them yeah. not informed about mouth cards. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just ignorant as, as far as that goes. But I actually have okay. A you just got over story. with all of them. You just got over huge <laughs> with those people. <laughs> no, ignorance is not known. But um, I actually have a funny story about a mouth guard. So I wrestled back when I wore braces, and I forgot my mouthpiece. So I got cross faced one good time when I shot on a leg. Yeah. and busted my lip all the head. It I was bet. bad. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, your, your, your gum line rubbed it against braces. those metal braces had to be a bitch with that cross face. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. I but, hear you. Um, yeah. I was wanting to give my um, the burger off the hooks. Yeah, go for it. Um, I've got cookout versus steak and shake. Cookout. I've heard of them. No, I know steak and shake. What's cookout? Cookout's awesome. I don't know cookout. Oh, cook, cookout's amazing. Like really? I was say, yeah, lumberjack knows about it because it's a big North Carolina thing. Uh, um, oh, that's right. He went to ECU over here. Oh, he went to ECU, and I guarantee you, at ECU that cookout was packed all the time, twenty four seven. Yeah, because <laughs> because they got the cookout train. You can get you a burger on it or a chicken sandwich or something like that and get you two sides and a drink for, like, five bucks. Wow. Cheap Jones. Steel. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, what else you got going on, bud? All right. And I've got um, five guys versus, oh, what is it, a fat burger? Yeah, the fat burger. I'm not a big fan of the fat burger. I like the five guys. I go with pickles, uh, ketchup, and lettuce. I keep it real simple. That's my gimmick. I don't do the cheese. I like the meat from the five guys, and I think the cheese overpowers the meat, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And for my main event, I've got the Heart Attack Grill in, I think it's Las Vegas, Nevada, going against a little joint I go to at the beach called a River City Cafe. Nothing like eating a handful of burgers, fatten it up, uh, slunk Jones, and then going to the beach, taking his shirt off, flop city Jones. I hear you, chap shooter. Thanks for calling, buddy. Mouthpiece Shooter Hamburger Jones. That's his new name. Might be a long name. Not really sure. I'm on the Facebook Live looking. Uh, Parish Bryan, he's saying uh, no cheese Jones. Exactly. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny one. <laughs> on Facebook Live, Mike Lucia. <laughs> he goes, Dennis Jones <laughs> loves the meat from five guys or six, seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that popped me. All right, I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> that is good. That was a good one, bro. What does your uh, what does the, the the roommate think of the your comments on the man meat 
I know she's listening to watching the show on a regular basis. No, she uh, she actually doesn't take part. She does <sighs> she doesn't enjoy my humor. Hmm. Man, meet her otherwise. I know her, I know her feeling. <laughs> I know. Uh, Trevi Smiller said, "Missed the whole show. Any talk of the Shield returning?" See, there you go. They, I try, it happens on the Facebook. These people don't. These people they don't watch or listen to the first three calls of the show. They just get their 30 minutes free at the end of Facebook Live. And no, we did not talk about the Shield here on the Taz Show. At least he was honest and just he came out honest. with it. and was like, hey, he I don't... Was <laughs> I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying. Watch the whole effing show, people. Really. Watch the show. We had a poll up. The poll's gone. It's done, I mean. <clears throat> Dennis will give us the information here in a second. We had a poll up. How do you uh, ingest the Taz Show? <laughs> well, in jest, now I'm hungry again. I might have There's another plenty burger. of burgers Chef Mike brought. Um, read, read How the, do you take in the Taz show while it's live? We had a, like, close to a thousand people vote, I think, right? Yes. Okay. There are four options. Live video, live audio on radio.com, live audio on Taz, or Facebook Live. The runaway winner was 41% live video on TazShow.com. So they're watching on TazShow.com, so not Facebook Live. Facebook Live came in third. Live audio from radio.com <coughs> was second. Facebook Live was third. And then live audio on tashow.com. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like getting that uh, that information. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for everybody who voted, by the way, also. All kidding aside. Jay, New Jersey, you're on the Tash Show. What's up, pal? We're shaking Taz. Good moment. Good moment, uh, Lumberjack. What's up, pal? Good, Good moment. moment. Yeah, um, I was going to talk about. Um, just from watching WrestleMania and then how they do everything right now. It feels like um, me and a friend were talking about, it feels like they're doing like real condescending booking. Hmm. I'm, I don't like using what do, what do you mean? Oh, just, well, give me more of an example what you mean. Well, it's, it's like you already, when you talk, you talked about it yesterday, it's like they have arrogance the way they did it with uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. And, okay. it, it's, and it was funny because I was thinking that way because it feels like the approach to WrestleMania, it feels like the title doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything at a certain point. Well, well, look, to your, well, hold on, but Jay, to your point, though, and you know, some people that are hardcore WWE fans that, that maybe didn't like my commentary about how they booked Roman Reigns and, uh, and Braun Strowman on Raw, because I didn't like it because I think Roman should be a straight heel. But anyway, the, to your Agreed. point, though, but to your point, Jay, like um, last night I talked, I mean, I talked about this today about last night, Randy Orton, he didn't have a spotlight as the world champion, and we didn't even see Brock Lesnar on Raw with the Universal title. What are we doing? Exactly. You know, I, I don't know if that... Did you catch my show earlier today, Jay? Or are you just jumping in now? No, I, I catched it earlier today. All right. I, so then you heard me. Maybe people on Facebook Live didn't hear me. Or people just joining live right now. And what I said, you know, is basically Randy Orton should have came out and cut a promo with a suit on and just said, hey, I, 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 Shane McMahon's right. This is the land of opportunity SmackDown. I'm the top dog. I'm the top guy. Ba ba ba. And I'm looking forward to competing against these people, these great talents that came over from Raw. You know, like Kevin yeah. Owens or Sami Zayn and yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? That does. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and Nakamura meant, meant more to the show than Randy Orton. He's the one wearing the title. Correct, the Mundo, <laughs> and 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 yeah, that's right. I totally agree. And and you got to you, you, I say it all the time out here, bro. Jay, I say it all the time, Jay. You got to, you got to, you got to. Your champion, your world champions, got to be the hood ornament of the brand because they are the hood ornament of the brand. Thank you, Jay, for calling. It's that important. It's that important. Michael James Ryan on Facebook Live. He has breaking news for us, apparently. <laughs>
he said Taz is trending. Uh, Mike. <laughs> Michael James Ryan, I appreciate you saying that, my friend. I do. I mean that. I'm a little bit of a condescending douche myself. But we've been trending for how long in this particular episode? Probably over an hour. Long before Facebook Live was, yeah, was exactly. a go. So we've been, we've been hearing elements, audio elements, that the show is trending. Like, Taz is still trending. Oh, trending. Still trending. So there you go. Ray Carter on Facebook Live says, uh, Roman can't be a heel. Look at the merchandise he sells. The audience is swarming with it. Just kidding. No, but you know what? I understand, Ray, you're joking. But the thing is, you know, people say he's not over. He's not, and I've talked a while ago about what's over, what's not over. Over is a reaction. Over is people reacting. There's nobody on Raw, I would think, that, that gets the same reaction, no matter if it's negative or positive or what the company wants. No one gets the reaction that Roman Reigns gets. He's a star. No matter if you like him or not, he's a star. Look, Kanye West. I hate Kanye West. Can't stand the guy. And I think most people don't like Kanye West. I'm probably wrong, and that's probably not nice to say, but sometimes I can be not nice, okay? (laughs) Kanye West is a star. He's a polarizing guy. I don't like him, but he's a star. Do you like Kanye West? Uh, I enjoyed his early music. I don't enjoy him You like now. his persona? Not at all. I need to hear from Antony, okay, the video producer of the show. Uh, maybe Antony can jump in and he has something. Oh, damn it! Maybe he has something to say. <laughs> say, and, and, and. Uh, Sorry, boss. <laughs> Ant, do you have something to say? Do you like Kanye West or not? I'm actually a big fan of his music, his persona, eh. Really? You're a big fan of... I mean, I love hip-hop, and he's a legend in hip-hop, but that doesn't mean he has to be... But, that, but bro, I'm, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not saying Kanye West, his ability as a musician or, or, or an artist, I'm not saying that. I'm saying his persona. Oh, yeah. You, no, I get it. You don't like him? Uh, I, I, I don't like his persona now the last, like, four years, but definitely it doesn't change my opinion on his music. But. They call me... The Shockmaster. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm done. He's not giving me the right answers. I need right answers. No, I don't think you're going to find many people that like Kanye. Everybody, I like his music, not many people like him. It's in the lobby. Not him personally. His photo. There's a giant picture of him in, in the elevator shaft. Not the shaft, but in the elevator con, condo. Condom, con, Conduit? Yes, that. I got to look at this frigging guy. So my point is, okay, I just came up with this. Roman Reigns is like the Kanye West of the WWE. Actually, that's probably a pretty He's a good star, d- but, you know, but people don't like him. Nando in Queens, you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Minister of Meat. How are you guys doing today? Mr. Meat. Good moment. What's good up? moment. That was funny, Mr. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Not much here. I'm here at Boston. Went to SmackDown Live yesterday with my son. Told you, you know, saw the show. It was a great show. And as the show started, um, I put the Taz Show shirt up, and then they cut it away real quick. Wow. And then after that, at 205 Live, I met up with some guys who had the Taz Show gimmick shirts on. They had signs, one of, we over the Taz Show. And then if you need to apologize, WWE went and bullied them and took it away from them. So wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, wait you're telling me, let's, let's just back up, hold on. Hold on. You're telling me that the building security... Now, you're a police officer. 
No, no, not the boobies. Well, not the boobs. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nando, please, sir. Now, I don't. It's not often I get a chance to interrogate a police officer, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna interrogate you for a minute. So here's the I thing. The fifth, but no. <laughs> no, dude, was it the building security or the WWE security? I know you could tell the difference. No, of course it was the WWE security, but also building security went just to make sure nothing went out of, you know, out of whack. But then after I saw them take the sign, I ran over there trying to be nosy. And I, that's when I got a shout out with the guys. We took a picture together, and we wanted to say so, you know, give you guys a shout out. So but you think there's some crazy. kind of a, a thing going on here while they're they're trying to shut down any publicity for my show on their show? Well, I look, I have no idea. I just like I said, when I when SmackDown started, I don't know in the opening credits, I had the cash showed up. I had the camera right in front of me. I had my shirt up, holding it up, and then all of a sudden they were asking me. Yo, what, what does it say on the shirt? And um, you should have said it said it should have said that it said Roman Reigns rules. Actually, you should have said it said. <laughs> no, you know what? The guys, the crew guys, the guys who handle the camera, they were laughing. It's like, no, I represent the Taz show, and they were like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. But then when two hundred five started, the guys put up the signs in front. I guess they were where at the hard camera with the Taz show. We are over, and then the one Dennis should be happy. Dennis, you need to apologize, and then after. <laughs> A couple minutes into the show, WWE security went, get, took the sign. Wow. WWE security was just, make, was just there just to make sure that nothing went all right. So, okay, Nando, Nando, it was the WWE security, the, the people that are, there's a difference. The ones that are in, around by the ring, by the guardrail, that are inside, the over the guardrail, not in the sea of humanity, not where the people are. You know, they're, they're, uh, I, know I know what you're talking about, guys. The guys that went and took the signs had the headsets. Oh. Headsets on, wow. black, a black WWE polo shirt. Wow. And, one guy had a red, and one guy had a red polo shirt wow. with the headsets on. Then I went over there just to say, what's up? Yo, I'm a fellow, fellow Taz guy. Just yeah. what happened? Yo, you saw that, right? Yeah, they took our, they took our signs. Like, yep. Oh, don't worry about it. Yep. I'm done. That's it. Done. That means they're, they're done. That means they're killing me. That's it. They're not, they're not, they're, they're taking it down. They're done. That's why we had over uh, at the Nassau Coliseum, there was a bunch of people with Taz Show stuff, the Dan Norton, the Kingsman, all these guys, and then and they jobbed them all out. Yeah, the pop-up heads, everything. Yep, it's over. But, like, I want to, and I just want to give a, you know, like I said, we over. I wanted to say that out there. And yes. I got to give the Boston props because they were on fire the whole night. Boston. Yeah, man, that's good, man. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, Nando. No problem, Taz. Enjoy your day. Thank you, bro. Thanks for the attempt to get the show over. I appreciate it, Nando. Very we, nice. Well, a bunch of people tweeted us the picture of the two guys. I don't think they... I don't know them directly. The two guys. The uh, the ones with the with the signs here. One guy had a gimmick... Uh, it, oh, I didn't see that. It says, we over, and then the blue sign... If if Ant can zoom in. Oh, there you go. What a guy. Why don't cue for, um, for Dennis? Uh, that, That's a we over nation. Yes, we over na- we over nation, and that didn't make the show. That made no, it did. There was fans were tweeting gifts. That, I mean, it was late at night. We were. I was sleeping. Yeah, I definitely was too. Yeah. Um, they there's a gif of a guy walking. A jif, actually. A, a jif of a, <laughs> of the security guard Nando was just talking about comes by and takes down the signs. That son of a bitch! Really? The nerve! We need to start throwing punches at people when they do that. The we over nation needs to start getting physical up in here. No, maybe not. No, I shouldn't condone fighting. Yeah. It's probably not only in idea. ring. <laughs> only in ring. Onyx in the Bronx. You're on a Taz show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Onyx. 
Hi, how you doing? Uh, first uh, time, long time, first off. Oh, look at this guy. The end bag. All right. What's up, pal? And make shot Jones. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to give my burger off the hooks, if I may. Yes, sir. All right. So, oh, by the way, let me interrupt up. you, Onyx. Uh, Josh yes. Page on uh, Facebook Live has a very good uh, uh, post. It says, uh, "Rest in peace, SOSM." All right, continue, Onyx. Go ahead. That's funny. <laughs> Gone and quickly forgotten. Go ahead, Onyx. Do you think? No. All right, Zooks versus Zooks. Eats. Zooks, Zooks. Eats or Eatsies? Yeah. I know Eatsies. Yeah, well, this is Eats. They're both Upper East Side joints. Well, I didn't know. I don't know those. Okay, okay, cool. What else you got? I got the uh, In-N-Out versus mm. the Bocce Burger. Now, where are you West getting In-N-Out? Hold on. Where are you getting In-N-Out yeah. in uh, up in the Bronx? Where, where are you finding In-N-Out? <laughs> well, as, um, as like yourself, um, world-traveled, so yeah. okay. I get to go to different places. Gotcha. In and out versus Bocce Burger. All right, that's cool. And in my main event card, I got JG Mellon versus Boilermaker. Oh, he's going to Chef Mike route. Yes. Yeah, Dennis just had Mike. a double cheeseburger for breakfast. His heart will explode <laughs> in an hour. He did uh, from Boilermaker. Yeah, he did, Onyx. Yes, he did. Onyx, thank you for calling, my friend. We're running in Fifth Quarter City here. Uh, show's been very busy. Uh, I think we're getting ready to wrap up here soon. Let me talk to Danny on Strong Island. Last caller of the day. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's a good moment. Good moment, my friend. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to put you over real fast. Yes, please. Best commentator, other than JR, best commentator um, I have ever seen. Thank you very much. That's uh, very uh, very nice of you, buddy. I appreciate that. I mean, uh, he was play-by-play. I was color commentary. So, uh, but but I get your point. As far as announcers, you're saying you put me in, you put me in regal territory there with a Hall of Famer like JR, and that's much appreciated. Thank you. And it's something that I just noticed. And you know, yesterday you talked about the guy that said that SmackDown was going to get ransacked. Um, who said I didn't say that? Well, you and Captain Manmeat. Wait, we uh, said we well, hold on yesterday. that that SmackDown was gonna what, what I called, that, that SmackDown I Monday after the show, yeah, Tuesday after the show, and I said that um, no, I called Monday and said that SmackDown uh, Raw was gonna get loaded and they're gonna just forget about SmackDown. Oh, that was you. That was you who called. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. referenced you yesterday, didn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and. I thought you were right until yesterday. I, I was actually happy what they did with SmackDown with the talent that they had come over. Now, I would like to, unlike other people, I would like to apologize and say I was wrong. But you and were right. But hold on, bro. You were right for a short time. <laughs> you were right um, until they showed SmackDown. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to comment. If you would have told me that Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Zami Zayn, and AJ Styles were all going to be on one show. Yeah. I would have laughed in your face. I know. You're right. Um, right. It's cool. I'd like to see Finn there, too, but I don't know. We're going to see what's going on with Finn if he has this concussion, you know? And one more comment, and I appreciate you taking my call once again. Well, I heard your um, hazards are on. Are you in the car? Yes, sir. My, right, my hazards are on. I heard, I heard tick, 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 tick. That's what I heard. No. Oh, is that? No, I, I drive a lot. I, I drive a car, and I'm in the car a lot. I'm just telling you. That's what I heard. I'm telling you, Danny. Right, um, what, what are you saying? The WWE title. Okay, Dennis. Yes. Where is um, where's Randy Orton going with the title? 
Did you hear my show earlier today, or are you just joining no, on now? I, I, I listened to the AOD, sir. I oh, apologize. No it's okay. No problem. I covered this, bro, and you'll hear it. I um, I talked about it. You're right. I mean, because Randy Orton felt like an afterthought. You know, yeah. he really did. Well, the title feels like an afterthought. I know. And look at look at on, on freaking Raw. I mean, we didn't even see <laughs> Brock there with the Universal title. You know? He wasn't even on yeah. Raw with it. You know what I mean? We, we didn't see him. Thank <laughs> Thanks, Danny, for calling. Um, so anyway, so that's the deal. <laughs> break it thanks dan all right well i'm not giving these people here anymore uh not the audience i mean the people at cbs any more free lunches not the audience i'm talking about these people here because uh, lately i've been getting a little pushback on my invoices you know so uh, oh yeah a little slight pushback a little bit a little bit like oh you're working what are you doing you're putting a lot of time in you want to get paid uh, yeah yeah uh pay me pay a bitch yeah I'm saying, that, I no, I'm saying. <laughs> isn't that like the pimp's credo? <laughs> Pay a bitch up here. Really? You know, they're all looking for, for it too. We're getting faces, thumbs up on the Facebook Live. They're all waiting for another free half hour. Not today. Uh-uh-uh. Not today. Not today. Not today. Nope, nope, nope. Not today. Nope, 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 nope. Uh-uh. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. All right, is there anything else I need to cover? I mean, I think I kind of did it all here. Right? I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, anything, Dennis? No? No, you uh, knocked it out of the park. Well, I want to thank special guest, Mark Belus is the Moose. I hope you guys like Moose. He's a solid guy. Working all over the place. You know what I mean? Really established he hates Dennis, which is nice. He kind of buried you. I didn't get that impression. I thought he did. Excuse me. Pardon me. Um... I think that's it. So thanks for Moose for coming on the show. You know, I mean, I you know, then people want like another hour, like three hours every day. <sighs> I could do it, but no problem. Do you know that? I mean, it's not a problem. I mean, How do they make that happen? Write a letter. Oh, you know, the letters don't mean. <laughs> if you write letters, you can write letters. You could send these people flowers and a string of panoplies. They're not going to care. You know, what panoplies are. I have never heard that word in my life. Yeah. Some, if you spell it the right way, it's polo ponies. Damn it. So it's polo ponies. I still don't know what that is. Horses, bro. Polo ponies. You don't know what horses? Polo ponies. What... You don't know what a horse is? Horses. You know what a horse is, right? I am familiar with a horse, yes. Well, polo ponies are, you know, it's like polo. It's like a sport, right, that rich people, rich kids play. See, with I... like a stick, and they, uh, they have a stick, and they run around on a horse. And it's called polo, like Ralph Lauren. You know Ralph Lauren? You know the t-shirt, the sweats, the shirt with the horse? I'm familiar with Mr. Lauren. <laughs> no, but I mean that, so it's... Uh, so you just call them polo ponies? Well, it's a joke. Polo ponies. You know what, what I mean? What was the first word you said? <laughs> Excuse me? What was the... What did you, how did you say it originally? Poloponies? Oh, a polo... A uh, uh, string of panoplies. Yeah, panoplies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it's polo ponies. All right. You're not I familiar with that? <laughs> Not a big exactly. horse guy. Yeah. All right, great. I look. Uh, I'm done here now. Um, so I want to thank uh, Malusis, uh, Big uh, Moose, coming on the show. Very much appreciated. I want to thank everybody for getting the show trending. You got this bitch trending up in here today. Yeah. Appreciate that. You got the show trending. Clap for the audience. Clap for the audience, kids. Clap it up, bitch. 
back tomorrow. Katie Lindendahl's studio. I hope she's not in a bad mood. Oh, great. She's going to rip us. Taz Show. See you guys later. Yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal. Play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page. But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at. Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm up and now.